So, uh, so how you been? It's been a while. Yeah, um, just hectic, nonstop moving around, a little kind of digital nomad here in Fort Lauderdale uh, currently. So just just enjoying, man. Got mine flirting up and running and made it my own little baby. So loving it and being able to actually finally, for the first time almost ever, specifically coach and train people the way I know is the most effective and beneficial. Awesome. Yeah, I know the feeling. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so... It's been a while since we've caught up, you know, a little closer to the mic here. So uh, we first met, it was about 10 years ago, maybe 11 years ago, now that I think about it. It was a while. It was one of those, uh, one of the you were in, right? Yeah, you were in D.C. with uh, Adam and Luke. Yeah. I think this is back when uh, he was still seeing or married to, uh, I forget his Amanda. exact name. Amanda. And this goes back a ways. So, yeah. it's uh, So I saw you did a, uh, uh, a thing with uh, the, the 21 convention crew. Uh, again, years ago, it's probably even before, uh, yep. you know, we met, uh, that was, yeah, that was, that was way back in the day when it was specifically more towards how to meet, you know, how to meet women, whatever. And then it obviously morphed and turned into a whole, you know, new concept of thing. You started like the manosphere and, and whatnot. Right. Uh, but yeah, I was like a five-time speaker for that back when it was first, first coming out. Cause, uh, Anthony was a, you know, was a friend of mine from, you know, mm-hmm. I was learning this for a lot of, he's in Orlando. A lot of times those guys came down here, we came up there. So uh, we had a lot of fun adventures back then. Cool. So in the years since, uh, what has your focus changed at all? Are you still doing, still the coaching, obviously, but yeah. uh, what uh, have you chosen a niche to kind of focus and drill down on? Or is there a, more of a wide spectrum approach? So when most people come to me, the the actual, I guess, niche of it is not just going in from like being a pickup guy or whatnot, but two things is using social influence in your everyday life. So how they can use charisma, social skills, uh, all these, you know, all these things that we can teach them to actually better their experiences with everybody, friends, family, women, whatnot. But obviously the main focus is still how do I attract and get the best kind of women into my life? So, and that's, a, you know, that's obviously the niche of, I want not just to get laid and get girls, which is what a lot of guys are doing, but I want to get a certain quality. I want a very specific type of girl. I want to make sure that I'm getting the kind of women that empower me and enrich me versus the ones that are toxic. And the other kind of niche that I've always been a fan of and developed is building up a social circle. How do we use these skills to live a live an incredible lifestyle where you can be the guy if you want who's always got a yacht party going on or you've got tons of women around you at any given day. You can have a, you know, when, when I go on dates to go to movies, I'm taking five girls at a time with me. Or if you want to go... Be, be that guy who always has a free table in the club, right? There's certain things you can do to build up this lifestyle. Once you have those social influence skills, then it really comes down to you can have whatever lifestyle you want and, and whether it's getting married and, and having the woman of your dreams and mother of your children, or whether you want to live like that Dambelsarian uh, type lifestyle for yourself. So those are the main reasons why people might come to me. And also, um, I don't know if this is a niche, but this is just something I've always noticed and what my students are saying is it's rare to, you know, there's a lot of guys coaching, but it's rare you find an actual mentor, someone who will pour themselves into you, someone who's looking out for you in every way, giving you everything they have, working with, you know, being hands-on with you, not pawning you off to like another coach or an intern. So a big thing with me is I will bend over backwards for my students more than, I'll, I'll go into say more than anybody else out there. Like they get more access to me, more hands-on help with me. Um, it's, it's, it's a constant like family feel. And obviously it's not a marketing thing. They got to come in to see that for themselves. But once they're in, they realize, wow, like this is what it should be versus, 
here's a boot camp one. I think even with you, like it was like a boot camp one and done great weekend. But then guess what? You're on your own now. Good luck. Right. Everybody goes their separate ways. Right. Yeah. So it's like, cool. You learned a lot of stuff, but now you're back home. Now you're on your own versus no, you, we are here in the long run to help guide you continuously, whether it's through modules and, and, you know, weekly course trainings, whether it's constant group calls and talk with me, whether it's messaging me directly, whether it's hopping on a one-on-one call with me for emergencies, whether it's retreats that are in person, all of which are included in the program. It's really just accountability every week. It's, it's everything. So that's something I always wanted when I was like learning this. And I decided now that I'm on my own, I could finally offer what I've always wanted in a mentor. That's actually a lot of overlapping what we're doing right now with the, uh, the discord and the community on, on Reddit and just in general, uh, yeah, a lot of overlap in, in the focus of what we're doing. That's one of the reasons I wanted you on was we, you know, following up on your emails, uh, in, uh, on, uh, Facebook, for example, yeah. you're reaching out. A lot of guys don't do that. I mean, and, and what's funny is the guys who don't care, there's a lot of other, you know, coaches that come like the Facebook group coaches or a lot of these guys, uh, you know, they, they give a lot of free stuff and they do, they're very good at marketing. They're very good, better than me. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I put up a bunch of you know free stuff videos here and there and these big you know these big groups but then when it comes down to it it's like spend a weekend or a week with me here's some videos watch these videos pay me for all this stuff and they look down on guys who are trying to make genuine connections trying to do direct outreach how can i help you what do you specifically need maybe i have something i can help you with if you join my program cool but if not maybe i can help you out in any way answer questions take that one-on-one time and no matter how big i get i want to be able to do that for guys but, you know, they can reframe it as, oh, you know, you're spamming people or you're, you know, how dare you try to actually make a connection with somebody and, and see what they need. And, you know, they hate it because they're, it's when somebody's putting in that extra effort, it's very uh, obvious and it's, it's scary because the students and, and the guys are seeing that. And if they're not getting somewhere else, those guys who aren't doing it, they can see it as a threat. Right. But I think everybody should be doing it. I, I agree. Everybody should be seeking out mentors, someone that's better than them at a specific skill, because you uh, you absorb so much from those that are that are more advanced or oh, yeah. more skilled in a subject. Yeah. Uh, so I guess going back in history, for those that don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about like what was your uh, driving motivation to join this community and to get good at it? Sure. I mean, that, great question. I so for me, you know, I discovered this back in 2006. So I've been in this for. 15 years at this point, pretty much, and coaching guys and learning myself. And when I was a kid, like I was the shortest kid in the class, fattest kid in the class, bullied, uh, you know, come to high school, I'll, no luck with women. I remember uh, trying to do a girl's math homework just to get a hug and then she wouldn't hug me afterwards. I remember like uh, going to a house party because I heard about it from someone that it was going on in high school. I go to a house party and a girl looks at me like, who the fuck invited you? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Sorry. So just feeling like I'm pathetic and can't make anything work. Uh, a foreign exchange student came to my school and I ended up getting her to date me because she didn't know about my like my reputation. And we did a year and a half. She didn't believe in premarital sex. She wanted to wait till marriage. I was a hopeless romantic at the time. So I'm like, fine by me. After a year and a half, she ends up breaking off with me. And then one month later, losing virginity to another guy who's like eight years older than her. Obviously, he knew what he was doing. And I just didn't make sense of the time. I'm like, what's wrong with me? Uh, I remember high school, senior year, I was like, all right, I'm going to lose my virginity. I'm going to make this happen. There's prom coming up. So I find a girl online who's never been to prom before, convince her to come with me. Long story short, the end of the prom, 
night, uh, you know, we change from her prom dress, my tux, we get normal clothes for an after party. At the after party, she grows up and ends up sleeping with another guy at the after oh, party. Man. The one saving grace that I still oh. like have and, and I still hold on to is I actually uh, have her prom dress to this day. This is the prom dress of the girl who just left me and slept with another guy on my prom night, making me just feel awful and shitty about myself. And, you know, from that, it was, it, you know, it, it inspired me to start taking action. I went to college. I tried to join a fraternity. They hazed me and, and made fun of me and all this stuff. And then at the end of all that, they said, you're not cool enough. You're not somebody we want in our fraternity. I couldn't even pay for friends. Damn. So it just got to a point where it's like, I hate in my life. I'm an antidepressant. I'm seeing a hypnotist. Uh, my password to my computer is life sucks. It's a daily mantra I'm writing. I really just hated my identity, who I was, what was going on in my life. And I'm like, I need to change. I need to figure this out because if nothing changes, nothing changes. Like I, I refuse to keep living my life and going down the trajectory I'm going. So I made psychology my major in college, studied the shit out of it. I read like psychological journal stuff that these, these, you know, these coaches out there, they have no access to. There's no, you know, they, they're reading stuff on like Google or whatever, but like I was there like interviewing professors for the sole sake of learning this because it doesn't matter. I was reading all the self-help books. I was attending every convention I can get. I was trying to find mentors. I couldn't find one to my third year, but I was constantly trying, going out, practicing religiously six nights a week. And over time, bit by bit by bit, there was no magic pill, you know, that was just like, okay, you're good. I, you know, really broke it down. And a lot of guys didn't. A lot of my wings at the time, they got somewhat better. And then they, they were just starting to fall away at the wayside while I was still just constantly improving, tweaking things bit by bit, not giving up. Because uh, for me, the driving question was, what's the alternative? If I give up on this now, if I stop trying to improve myself and get this skill set down, what the fuck is the alternative? And it's going back to that previous life. And I'm like, I, I refuse. I'd rather be frustrated and and like bang my head against the wall trying to figure this out for the rest of my life if I need to, versus just accepting my fate of, you know, wasting my life being this guy that I don't want to be. And thank God by practicing, experimenting and having a, you know, a mentor, a few mentors, actually, uh, I was able to develop the lifestyle I want. And because of the profound change it had in me, I spend every single day of my life now trying to make that change in others and, you know, give other men the, the life that they, they know they deserve and they know they want. That's, that's awesome stuff. It, your history is going to sound very familiar to a lot of our viewers. They've been in the same situations. Uh, and just a you're not alone down in your head, man. Something wants to change. Yeah. Yeah. Just guys. I mean, it's, you're not alone. This is not like some guys get it. Some guys don't. And you're just doomed to failure. Uh, if you accept that, I mean, perception is reality to me. So if you accept that and you think there's certain guys out there who are like, they're the only ones to get women. And I have no shock because I'm not that guy. If you truly believe that there's nothing I can do because for you and nothing you can do for yourself because you're it's a self-fulfilling prophecy at that point. You just believe this. Right. But if you truly understand and have what's called a growth mindset and realize you can learn from failures, you can improve yourself, you can figure this out. This is a skill set that can be used, right? Then like the sky is the limit, but you have to put in the work. You have to do what's necessary. You have to have that desire and break things down tactically and also not give in to all the silly marketing bullshit that I see out there all the time. Those like three simple tricks to get any girl to want to go on a date with you. It's like, that's, that's not a fucking thing. That's not a thing. Yeah. There's no silver bullet. Like you said before, uh, one of the wow. things too, that a lot of guys are afraid of is putting in the actual work. Yes. Now part of, of that is going to be fear of rejection in, in, in the, the stage fright aspects of public speaking, but 
a lot of it just comes down to this internal fear of rejection. Yeah, uh, I mean, in, look, we all have a fear of rejection. I mean, no yeah. one's like, I love rejection. I love criticism. I love, uh, you know, somebody showing me that they don't like me or whatever. But there's so many reframes around this that it can power you and, and fuel you. And what I teach my guys is when I face rejection, or failure in some form, I got two voices in my head and one's the lion and one is the wimp. The wimp is the one who's like, just stop, be comfortable, they're, they're mean and, and you know, screw them. And, and you know, like it just wants you to stop taking action. It wants you to go home and cry. It wants you to curl up in a ball and just rage against the world and, and just go, the world's not fair. The world's not fair. And like, it's, I, I'm, I'm, and it's comforting to say that it's very comforting because it means you don't have control. It's out of your hands. And now you can just kind of like say this sucks and, but nothing I can do. So there's a comfort to that of there's nothing I can do. Right. On the other hand, there's a lion who's like, fuck that rack it up again. Oh, I lost rack it up again. I ain't going down like that. No, I want more. You know what? You're going to reject me. Cool. I'm going to, I'm going to step it up even harder next time. I'm going to double down. All right. But, so I'm getting rejected every night I go out four nights a week. I'm going out six nights a week now until I figure that out. Why am I getting rejected? Let's, like it, it's it's a constant learning tweaking tool. Uh, it it can fuel me up in a way, and also I think there's this misconception with this area of life specifically, where if you get rejected or a loss, you take it or not you, but like the guys might take it as a very uh, personal attack on them as a man as a human being. But right. let's just make a very simple analogy on this, okay? If you go to a jujitsu class. And you've never done jujitsu before. You're not. You don't know the moves. You don't know the grappling. You don't know the skill. I want to keep highlighting that word: the skill of jujitsu. Then guess what's going to happen when you roll on the mat with a guy who's been doing it forever? You're getting your ass kicked. You're getting choked out. When you do, when that happens, most guys are like, "Man, there's something wrong with me. I'm such a loser." I'm, you know, they're just like, "Shit, I want to learn that. I want to learn how to make that happen." Damn, what's this? How do I build up this skill set so I can take that on and and do it better next time? The same thing is true with women. If you fail, if it doesn't work, if you get rejected, it's not you that's getting rejected. It's the skill. You didn't know what to do in that situation. So you could just t take yourself out of the equation. A girl doesn't know you. You you were talking to her for, what, five minutes less? Sometimes for guys, get, like, she has no idea who, she, who you are. She's rejecting the skill. When you can make that distinction and separate that, you realize it has nothing to do with me and everything to do with, like, I just don't know this specific, you know, you know what to do in this situation here. Right. Uh, so I mentioned a moment ago, you mentioned uh, the reframe. For those that aren't familiar with that term, can you kind of walk people through what that uh, that process sure. is? What it means? So this isn't a pickup thing. This isn't a. This is real psychology. If you guys want to learn more about, you uh, just Google social frames. Uh, there's Wikipedia stuff. There's tons of articles on this. Uh, and what I talk about is real frame control, not what most guys talk about frame control, which is just like PUA garbage. But for those who don't know, a frame essentially means your perspective. All right. It's your perception of how things are. And there is no full true reality, right? Like from where I'm, from my vantage point of looking at something, I might see part of the picture from another vantage point. You might see another part of the picture. It's hard to explain without visuals, but the imagine if like, this is reality from this hand to this hand, your frame is only maybe like this. It's like just this little window. You have no idea about the rest of it. So when we talk about a reframe, we mean change your perspective on what's going on. So what I just shared with you guys is a reframe. One frame perception is I got rejected by a girl, therefore I suck, 
she doesn't like me and that's proof that I'm not attractive and that's proof that I am not a, I'm not a good man and I'm I'm awful right now if you reframe that you realize well no it's not rejecting me the other way of looking at it the other perspective is this is she's just rejecting my skill it's nothing to do with me it has to do everything with the skill so that's a that's kind of a reframe like um it's just taking whatever is negative because usually negative frames or thoughts serve you no purpose and we're looking at another way of going about it that actually can benefit you and help you and give you a more positive thinking excellent i also think uh i just realized we never really introduced you so i'm joe oh, sure. you're yeah. jared yeah so how do you uh how do people want to, how do you want people to find you online? I know you just started the YouTube channel up again. Uh, what do you got for us? Yeah. I mean, the, the, the YouTube channel is taking a break. It will be coming back. So please, you know, subscribe. I promise you I'll be uh, updating it soon. I'm working on my monster masterclass right now, which is 30 weeks. It's, it's mm. the biggest masterclass I know of in this industry that goes through everything I know in social influence game, whatever you want to call it. So I am filming nonstop on this, coming up with homework assignments, coming up with handouts for guys to do. This is the one and done course for mastering this in, in 30 weeks. But if for guys, to answer your question, for guys who want to find me, there's a few ways. I mean, my, my website, modernflirting.com, you can shoot me an email, message me there, or just email me psych, P-S-Y-C-H at modernflirting.com. Uh, Instagram, uh, at Jared underscore psych underscore Lawrence, mouthful awful, I know, but uh, that's my Instagram. Easiest one, probably the one I'm most responsive on is Facebook, and that's just Modern Jared. Uh, or if it's changed, it'll be Jared Psych Lawrence. One of those two names, it'll, I'm sure I'll pop up. But that's probably the easiest one is Facebook. You can shoot me a message, and you know, I'm, I'm pretty open. I, I try to answer every single person who messages me, emails me. I get back to them, uh, whether you want to work with me or not. I want to help out in any way possible. Yep. We were talking a little bit too, also on uh, Facebook and just kind of a, a business development uh, thing for everybody that might be watching, unifying all of your social media presence, presence under one banner is going to, uh, it makes life way easier for people to find you. Yeah. So just pro tip, something to think about in the future. Uh, so we talked a little bit about the, uh, your background, you've got the masterclass coming up. Uh, what in, what do you, where do you see yourself like in a, in a year from now or two years or five years from now? So I believe you're still single, not married just yet. Uh, married, open relationship. Um, I have a I have a girlfriend also here. I mean, I'm, I'm dating you know multiple women uh, right now. Uh, but you know, what I've seen myself five years. I mean, in terms of my like my personal life, or are you talking about like the business and modern flirting? Uh, your choice. <laughs> uh, I mean, for the guys who are watching, I mean, my life is is fucking motley. It's, it's a it's a all over the place. So who knows what's gonna where I'm gonna. Uh, and uh, but for, as far as the business, my vision there for and that that's uh, actually useful to anybody watching this is I want to take this mainstream. I want to be helping men and eventually maybe even women uh, learn how to come together. I think there's way too many extremes on both sides. I want to be coming up with, you know, growing my program to show guys that they have every resource necessary uh, to succeed and uh, basically a one stop shop to handle this you know, once and for all. And we already kind of have that, uh, you know, with, with the program as of right now, every day, I mean, you see this uh, every single day, we, you know, I'm posting up wins and, you know, the results that my students are getting. Because at the end of the day, look, it doesn't matter what I can do. I can go up and, you know, a lot of guys do that info footage thing, which, you know, I have my own ethical reasons about that. But a lot of guys, you know, do that to show up how great they are and what they can do. 
yeah, that's nice. And obviously I need to be able to put up and anyone who does any kind of infield training with me or sees me out, I'm always going to demo. I'm always going to show them what I can do so they know they're in good hands. But more important than anything is what can I get you guys to do? So like just in the last couple of months, uh, one of my students, Matt, 47 years old, he just got married to a 26 year old. Uh, when after he was thinking, he, he, you know, he would never be in a relationship again, no girl would ever want him, he's too old. Uh, but uh, one of my students, Andrew, this year alone, he came to me, knew nobody in his city. He was like hollering at girls. It was a very like cringeworthy uh, type of approach. Like, yo, Ma, what's up? Now he's a host at a major nightclub in his city and always has girls around him. Um, I got another student, Larry, over in Kansas, bumfuck nowhere, Asian skinny student, uh, just has everything going against him. This guy's dating two girls at the same time right now. And, you know, every week has a new date coming over his place. And it's evident, you know, and this is not in a matter of years. It's a matter of, uh, you know, we're doing this in matters of months because when you have every resource to succeed, then you're going, you know, you're going to make it. But I also have, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be very truthful with everybody else. I also have students, I'm not going to say name, but like, you know, there's nothing going on for them. Yeah, they learn some cool stuff. Maybe they can learn an approach, but they're not using the resource. If you know, I definitely have students where I'm like, I'm trying to get them accountable, but sometimes they won't take action. They won't respond back. I, you know, you can lead a horse to water, right? Right. And I, I want to make it very clear if anybody's watching this and they want a life change and want to see what they're truly capable of and what their potential is, I can get you there. Or if not, me find another mentor. And you, you can get yourself there, but you can't do it by just sitting on your ass or throwing money at a problem or just watching YouTube videos, which is like the worst thinking. It always bothers me when people are like, oh, I'll watch YouTube videos and figure this all out. Like it's free for a reason, right? It's supplemental so, to what you need to really be doing. Yeah, you ha it's, it's like the gym. You have to be actually going out there. So yeah. five, to, again, like to sum up, to answer your question, five years from now, I want to be on stage with mainstream guys. I want to be doing like actual major events, bring this to the mainstream world. Did you go to any of these entrepreneur entrepreneurial circles? They're talking about money. They're talking about health. They're talking about you know marketing. Da, da, da. No one's talking about relationships. No one's talking about bettering your actual social skills. And this is probably one of the most like life-changing and incredibly useful skills any single man can have. And it benefits you in every aspect of life, uh, with your social circle, with your business, with women, uh, with your own identity and how you feel about yourself. It, like, it's, it blows my mind that you know, this isn't being taught on a more massive scale level beyond just, oh, here, let me teach you how to go out and get laid. So where is, in your opinion, where do you think the need is driving this? Like, is it a failure society? It's all these guys being raised by women now, not having a positive male role model. Have you, because you've coached thousands of guys, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, also, do you have like a ballpark of like what you think at this point? It's got to be several thousand at least. How many students? Have, well, it depends how we're defining that. I mean, if we're talking about like guys in my program, if we're talking about guys. Well, we'll just say over one, one, If we're talking about guys I've spoken to, it's. Yeah, in history, general history of guys you've mentored. Low thousands, maybe two, three thousand, somewhere along those lines at, at this point. It adds up quick. I, I, want, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, because it's like, you know, guys come in, they're what, you know, they're, we're, we're doing uh, convention. But uh, I like personally, yes, I'm coaching, you know, thousands of guys in, in that regards. But I like the intimate stuff. I like having direct relationships, uh, you know with my guys as well, the people like who are in my program now where I can work very hands-on directly uh, with them. That's personally what I, that's my joy is make, that's my game essentially. 
Like for me, going out and, and living the life in hedonism with women, like been there, done that. That's old. That's not exciting anymore. Now it's like my new game is how can I get you to do it? Right. How do I figure out like, all right, what is holding this guy back? Why is he not able to you know, pinpoint this? I'm going to like almost living my carousel through them. And like it gets me excited it's watching them make the transformation because it was exciting for me to do it for myself. Um, as far as like what's holding most guys back, I mean, no one talks about this. This is this is one of those things where, yeah, there's there's more like feminism is on the rise, and obviously we're in a super PC culture, so people don't know what's you know what's okay and what's not. Uh, as far as the man, you know, role model like the dad, they don't know what the hell's going on either. It's like naturals, you're just right. like go talk to him and whatever feels right. No one actually breaks this down. No one really talks about this for multiple reasons. I mean, it's it's a taboo topic. There's a lot of shame involved with it. Of oh, I need help with women. Uh, you know, maybe that means I'm not a man. Oh, you know, you know, I tell my friends or my family I'm going to seek help with women and fire, hire a coach or a mentor. And they're like, everyone is like, you're great already. Why not just be yourself? And why not just, you know, just be confident? They give the same vague. They don't respect this as its own skill set. No, nothing else out there is the shame or vagueness associated with. If I go to a personal trainer, no one's shaming me by hiring a personal trainer to get in shape. They're like, good, you're being healthy, awesome. No personal trainer is just like, yeah, just be confident in the gym, you know, get in the right state of mind and lift whatever and you'll get healthy. They're like, no, here's, here's a specific exercise. Let's break down your diet to the nitty gritty to get your results. They understand it's a skill. Business and wealth, let's learn from the greatest. Let's go learn from these you know, amazing entrepreneurs or let's learn from whatever your business is. Let's learn from someone who's better at it than you, right? No shame. Everybody's like, good, yeah, educate yourself, learn your profession better, hone your craft, make more money, awesome, right? USA, capitalism, great. So there's no shame in that. It's, and there's, and we break it down, right? No one says, all right, I want to start a business. What should I do? Well, you should be confident and be yourself. That's all you need. Start a business and be yourself. Fighting, jujitsu, just be confident, be yourself. You'll fuck them up. Don't worry about all the other stuff. Don't worry about the nitty gritty. Just be in a good state and you'll mess them up. But when it comes to being social and with women, we're just not there yet as a society that realizes this is just like all the rest. This is something that's not taught and it's not something we're just meant to naturally know. This is a skill set like anything else. And my mission in life, I would say my overall mission before I die would somehow, some way bring this to the mainstream and make people aware of, wow, this is not a shameful thing. This is an empowering thing. This is amazing. And it helps men and it helps women. I'm, you know, women who see my guys, you're talking to them, they're like, when they, when women, I have an open invitation for women to see me talk, to come on my calls, to see what I'm about. I am not scared at all by my message. And when they see it, they, women will say, thank you. What you're doing, this, this is awesome. Where you're making guys less creepy, less weird. This is what I want in a guy. Like it's benefiting men and women, but you know, people have to see it for themselves and not make, you know, those quick judgment calls. Yep. Absolutely agree. Whenever you make it, it's a, a rising tide raises all ships by making guys better. It actually helps women in the sense because now they've got a bigger pool of decent guys to choose from as well. Yeah. So everybody wins. Uh, so we kind of talked a little bit about where you came from. Like I said before, uh, we started to talk about the, what might be driving some of this, where do you see the community going as a whole? I mean, I know what you want it to be, but we've had a lot of resistance over the last 10 years. <coughs> Things have started to actually go a little bit more mainstream, believe it or not. Yeah. I hear yeah. in the common lexicon in uh, a lot of the old PUA terms, which is, which cracks me up. You go over to the Tinder uh, subreddit on, uh, on, on Reddit and people talk about openers. 
this is an yeah. old PUA term from 10, right. 15 years ago. And you remember how much they decried all that stuff back then, but now it's kind of become mainstream. Where do you see, what do you see becoming mainstream over the next 15 years? Well, I mean, 15 years, is that's, that's a decent amount of time. So, I mean, I can only guess at this, but like the way I look at it in terms of where things are going, I look at trends. The past five years to me predicts the trends of the next five years. I do my own personal growth. Uh, anyone who's listening, like who's listening to this, look at the last five years of your life. How did you progress there? How did you grow? If you don't like it, guess what your next five years is? More of that. So something needs to change, switch it up, whatever. Uh, as far as a community, it's the, for one, it's not a community anymore, sadly. It's an industry. It's yeah. we we everybody sold out. It's not like it used to be back when I was learning this and you, you know, you're learning this back in the day. It used to be like a brotherhood. It was like a secret fraternity. We were all like brothers in this together. I love that feel. And we just sadly, we just don't have it anymore because it is too out there. Now, when we say mainstream, I mean like common amongst everybody. But anyways, to answer your question, the way I see it is a few things, the trending I'm noticing. One, online game. It's going way more that direction. When I first got into this, maybe a little bit MySpace, then we would hear some like one guy. I remember I, heard, I saw a convention with like some of the greats, my boy Hypnotica, my brother uh, Steve Pickus, uh, you know, Mystery, so the OGs, right? And one guy came on talking about online game and he was, oh, he was pretty much booed where the speaker was like, come on guys, hear him out, hold on. And everybody was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Code approach, code. Yet now about, I think the last study I saw 40% of new relationships meet yep. online. So it's yeah, just becoming so more and more and more of a trend. And I think that's one direction it's going. And if you don't, and you know, online game is just becoming more of a norm. It's almost going to be weird or girls are going to be have more guarded up if they can't, you know, cyber stalk you and look you up and Google you and, and meet you online. Like it's just becoming weird. The other direction I see things going is uh, way more dogmatic uh, industry of different you know, coaches out there, a lot more ruthless, you know, stuff going on versus before it was very, let's share everything and let's learn everything. Now it's, be, I think it's becoming more of, well, are you in this camp or this camp? It's almost like tribal gang mentalities and, and just way more like industry tactics and, and really just more crazy, uh, you know, marketing, whatnot. And then eventually probably in 15 years, there'll probably be a mon, uh, probably be a monopoly or some company will like take up everything like Pepsi or Coke or, you know, whatever, right? But if it does go like that mainstream. And the other thing I see that's going on maybe with the PC culture is a lot of the stuff talked about from before has to change. Like infield footage and all the like, you know, more misogynistic stuff, whatever, like that's gonna go out. Anyone who's doing that is just gonna get like wrecked in the market right. world because it's gonna be an industry. And so I see it being more about a holistic approach, which I'm not against, I mean, look, Everything I teach guys, I want it to be effective. I'm never going to trade effectiveness for PC for the sake of being PC, right? Never. Like at the end of the day, if you want something, if you want a skill set, I'm going to teach you exactly what to do to make that work. Uh, but with that said, one kind of benefit about the PC culture, like I'm not all about that, but one benefit is it does urge coaches out there to be more ethical with their teachings. It does urge guys you know, because we're role models. Guys look up to us, guys are following us and and like it or not, we have an impact in what's going on out there in the world. So, you know, really hammering in a little bit more a holistic approach for guys to get them better in all areas of life, what I call my social influence approach to not be solely about pickup. I think the idea of being solely about pickup is gonna die and good riddance because pickup by itself is a shitty idea. It's one I had for two years. 
And it was right. an awful identity. You always have to have a hotter girl. You always have to have another girl. If you're not out approaching and meeting a girl, then you're a piece of shit. And, and it's, oh, well, you know, I have a hundred ladies under my belt, but that guy's got a 200. Oh, I'm not worthy. I need 200, 300. Like it never ends. It, it's literally a drug. It's so a validation it's a, kind of thing. Yeah. It's yes. in, yeah. I absolutely agree. It's a validation culture yeah. that we didn't used to have before, but due to the marketing, due to gurus telling people what they should think and you know, like you're not cool enough unless you have X, Y, you know, whatever, then that validation culture grows. So I think that hopefully will start dying out and more guys coming into it are going to be turned off by that. And they're going to want to learn a more holistic approach. But that said, I also see more and more extreme sub movements coming out. Right. So I know that, you know, this is like the red pill and whatnot. And the, you know, the idea of the red pill, I think when it first started made kind of sense for a so sociological idea. And I would love to hear your thoughts on it. Cause I only know so much about the red pill. I kind of stick to, you know, what I do, but it, I believe it started off with a, with a good mindset of like, look, it's not just about gimmicks and tricks. You actually have to be like a man, like this, you know, an actual awesome guy. And as a whole, this is what feminine, you know, feminine is, this is what masculine is. And it just gave you like a kind of an overall framework. But then I think it got way too extreme. And I'm, maybe we have different views on this, but there's like the incels, the MIG toes. They have, they have these guys who oh, really yeah, just, yeah. what? No, I, I agree. It's, there's a bunch of different shred outs of different aspects of the whole manosphere community. Uh, to kind of drill into what your, the first comment was, uh, like, what does it mean to me? It, it really hasn't changed. It's mostly just kind of accepting reality for what it is. Uh, well, even if so it might the be. The question is, what is that? What is the reality? Well, also one thing, perception is reality. But yeah, it's, uh, no, it's, to be more specific, we are raised to believe a lot of stuff that just doesn't hold water. And like what you were talking about before, just be yourself, just be confident. That isn't how you find success in anything in life. Correct. Unless your natural being is so high and so skilled naturally. If you didn't have that, then you've got to develop the school skills and tools and build up the experience to be successful. And I think it was, I forget who it was that said it, but uh, confident breeds confidence. Yes. So yes. you've got to develop confidence in order to be confident in what you're doing. If every time you got into the car and you put it into a ditch, you're not going to be very confident. You're not going to want to drive for, uh, very much. But if you go to driver's ed, you learn how to do it. You get experience. You get comfortable behind the wheel. You build that confidence, which mm -hmm. drives your confidence. You're going to be much better off in the long run. That's maybe what you, it kind of means to me. Cool. So maybe so. I love everything you said. 100% agree with. I love that. And this is why I'm so torn about the, the whole Red Pill community. And to be fair, I don't know enough, but I've talked with different guys from Red Pill, and it almost seems there's two types. But they all have that same battle cry. This the same mantra of the Red Pill is about accepting reality, and it just you know it is what it is. That's reality. But then from that saying. It's almost like two reframes or two perceptions. One is accept reality for what it is. And instead of wishing things are different, become better and stronger in that reality. Just accept this is how it is. So let's game that system. Let's like be better in there so that right. we can reap the rewards versus just wishing things were different and whining about it. And that's the one that I like. And the one I think you're kind of coming from. The other one I've seen though is reality is reality. Therefore, everything sucks, women suck, and it's just almost like a bitterness I've seen towards women because it's like, well, women only want, care about one thing, or women only care about like money and looks, and maybe that's black pill. I, it's hard for me to that's, correct. Yeah, the very nihilist in that sense. Yeah, absolutely, black pill, the whole incel thing. A lot of it is just guys who just gave up 
They tried to. They didn't want to put yes. in the work. It failed. So then they just reject the whole system. And, and that is very it. dangerous. The bitterness. Yeah. So from the red pill guys out there, I think you're on a, you're on a right way of like, wake up. Let's see what reality is. Mm-hmm. But then there's, there's a choice that you have to make as a man. And this determines so much about where you're going to go in your future. It's yep. here's reality. Here's what's going on. Am I going to step up and do things necessary to become better with women, better with people, learn the skill, understand it is a skill set. It's not just, do I have a, like, I don't have a six pack. Like, are you kidding me? I'm a, like, I got a big belly right here. You know, like, um, you know, it's not about like having a six pack. It's not about being a millionaire. I'm not a millionaire or rich by any means. Right. So, you know, it's, it is a skill that will get you amazing with women. And it goes, here's reality. I'm going to step up and thrive and be a warrior and, figure this out and grow, or it's, here's reality. It sucks. I hate it all. And we are going to rage and talk about how awful they are and how mean they are and how it's not fair. And just, you know, misery likes company. So let me find other guys who like that too. And if you go down that path, anything to do with bitter or hating on women, anything like that, I think it's a very unhealthy, dangerous, and overall not fulfilling place to come from. Absolutely agree. Uh, so we've been going for about 40 minutes now. I want to kind of get into just really quickly. What was your most memorable failure and what was your most memorable success in this community? It could have been you. It could have been a student. Uh, what is like two big things that come to mind? I have a bunch of successes, like fun, funny and cool successes that come to mind. I mean, I can rattle those off. Biggest failure. I mean, a failure, like I- I've had girls, you know, still going, fuck you to me. And like, you know, me trying to talk to them and like not even looking at me. Um, maybe oh, a one girl what really just pissed me off was uh, she's she was like, you're lame, whatever. And she like tossed her hand and she was at a drink and then the drink splashed on me. And I'm like, what the like it was very like angering and whatnot. Or I mean, but the failures to me, it's it's just it's it's oh, OK. You know what? I have a silly one. I have a silly one. When I first started approaching, uh, I remember I was so scared. I was so nervous that I went up to this girl and I was trying to do an opinion opener and it came out like, Hey, excuse me. I just want to get, you know, uh, what I was wondering is, you know, opinion on this because my friend was talking to a girl that, that it's, you know, not my friend, you know, but a friend of a friend and maybe, you know, under what, what I'm talking about with that. So what do you, what do you think? And it was diary of the mouth. It was just, I was no idea what the hell I'm saying. I couldn't <laughs> remember the line. I was shaking and the girl's like, what? And then I did it again. I just said all these like mm. horrible, like just, diary of the mouth and i'm just shaking there like a leaf and she's like okay and she walks away and i'm like i laugh i'm like that's like what the hell is wrong with me but that's how scared i was that's how nervous i was first like doing these approaches so that was funny one um successes i mean just fun epic like uh you know i've got a blow job from a from a, um, a flight attendant in the back of the airplane uh sleeping with you know meeting a cop and sleeping with her in a jail uh she back to, <laughs> to the jail where she worked that's a hell of a story right there. Uh, picking yeah. up a girl 10 feet above my head in the steel cage. I couldn't talk to her. She was a dancer in a Vegas club, and she was 10 feet above me and making that work. Uh, being on a boot camp and telling my students, all right, I'll approach anyone, because they were like, it's impossible. There's no girls here. It's hard. Da, da, da. I'm like, you point to anyone. Anyway, I'm like, Babe Ruthing this. Like, I'll do it. So, of course, they're dicks. And they're like, all right, there's one girl uh, surrounded by six dudes. Go get that girl. Approached her. Ended up dating her for the next, like, six months. She was actually an awesome girl. And made that work. I mean, I can go on with this. I mean, I don't want to like go into bragging stories and whatnot, but like it, it's, it's when you get the skill sets down and you really 
uh, my biggest success lifestyle was, was social circle. Mm. Being a guy who can bring 20 girls to me to a club, uh, going to these parties where there's 30 girls there. And there's like me and two other guys, these men, you know, having exclusive access to all kinds of things where I'm paying nothing, free tables, free boats, mansions, uh, rubbing elbows with guys who are making eight figures a year who want to become my friend and like go, how are you doing what you're doing? And, and can, you know, can you bring women around? I think that was one of my biggest success in, in overall because most guys never even get a glimpse of what true abundance means. And that is yep. to me, the true abundance. So really quickly kind of reverse the uh, gears here with the failures. Would you say that they were actually successes because you were able to learn from them? Oh, hundred percent. Every, and that's yeah, a good thing right there. Yeah. Yeah. As, as an overall, that's why you're like, what are some epic, you know, failures and stuff. It's mm -hmm. like, Every failure is an opportunity to better yourself. It's always, every failure means something went wrong there. Let's take it on ourselves to figure out what that is. And then it makes us better the next time. Like you, you can't take exactly. these things so personally. We can't be like, oh my God, this is up. It just means we have to step up and we have to figure this out at a higher level. Like that's, yep. that's it. Failure is an opportunity to learn and improve yourself. If you never fail, you'll never grow. Exactly. And every, every successful person knows it's not like a, someone with women. This is with anything in life. Right. Any successful person understands this stuff. Like you, we can't just have a, you have to have an amazing relationship with uh, rejection and failure. That, another great quote is the difference between a winner and a loser is that the winner has failed more times than the loser has even tried. It's a great one. Yeah. So uh, with your lifestyle game, what would be like your number one tip for guys that are just new to this? Who are trying to go in that direction this is your forte yeah if you can just boil it down to like one or two things that they absolutely need to do need to know to get started on that path what mm -hmm. would you recommend step one i mean there's different ways of going about this but like step one you have to better your cold approach you have to better your your skills with people in general because if you try to just build a social circle lifestyle and you're just weird creepy dude it's not going to work so still go the cold approach route still because there's no consequences if the set blows out it doesn't work out who cares? You just do another one. Once you've mastered what, what I call my attraction ladder, and I show you guys how to master it, every rung of the attraction ladder bit by bit. Now, guess what? You have every skill set needed to dominate social circle. Now you can start going out befriending girls, not trying to sleep with them, but like actually befriending them. And then what you want to do is you want to connect with uh, what's called social connectors and value connectors. Social connectors are people who know a lot of people. Value connectors are people who have some type of value, whether it's access to a boat or whatever it is that you're interested in. Maybe they, they host drum circles on the beach and they, and they get you in <laughs> whatever you're into. It doesn't right. really matter, right? So you go out and you find these guys, you befriend them, you use these, you know, they use this strategy and technique from the code approach to start building a circle and you get in with these other guys' circles and start meeting them. And then once you're in with all these other circles and you've built that up and you're in the know, and, you know, one of the best things, uh, honestly, the best things any one of these guys can start off with is women is a great form of social currency. You want to get in with high value guys. You want to get in with the millionaires, the, the club promoters, the, the badass dudes. Guess what they all want? Women. They want women around. All right. So money, women, the, the main things like all like high value guys want. Right. So if you can connect them and be like, here, let me bring 10 women to your party. They're going to love you now because you have the code approach skill. You can do that. Now you're in with all these like high value guys. Then the next step is you bring them all to your events. You start hosting stuff. Now you are the connector. And now you're, you have your own 
social circle that you're kind of being part of. And that's where the lifestyle starts beginning. Now, all of a sudden, you know, you, and if you keep growing that and use these techniques that I teach my guys to keep growing that, you will, you, you become what I call a local celebrity. Like I was in San Diego before I just moved here, I would be doing boot camps or, or one-on-twos. And as I'm walking down the street, bar hopping with my guys, I was stopped in the sidewalk multiple times uh, by guys who want to invite me to something, come to my table, come to this. Girls would be like rolling down the windows, Jared, what's up? And I'm like, I have no idea who that is. Like, I'm not saying it's yeah. a brat. I'm like, literally just like, that was life. And it was always kind of like cool. Like, oh, wow. Like, I have no idea who that girl is. But it's, you become like this local celebrity of your city. And it's just an amazing feeling to have. And it does require some work initially. But the cool thing about it is once it's set up, you could be lazy and just go out maybe once or twice a week and yep. you have the lifestyle now. It's, it's all set up for you. Everything you've just said, I've lived with, uh, I had a party bus. And party buses. Yeah. we got, Man, yeah. I was doing that and it, it, it all tracks. Before that, when I was in the military, I was going out, I was meeting all these people. It would take me 10 minutes to get into the bar, uh, into the club on base. So just people stopping in half the time. Like, I have no idea who these people are. Same yeah. thing with uh, Baltimore when I was going up there all the time. And, and that's so, a super attractive trait, being a socially approved guy. It's a, it is. It's really crazy how much that will change your life. People yeah. don't realize it, but whenever you like what you're just talking about, it will change everything. So you're, it'll open doors that you never knew were closed. Opportunities like yeah. business opportunities. So I'll give you another example. Mm -hmm. Like when I was doing this in Vegas, um, you know, there was a falling out I had at, at the time and I wasn't making that much money. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And one of my former student, again, guys I was helping out, I was so circle with, says, hey, I'm running this, uh, you know, affiliate marketing thing. Why don't you come work for, for me and I'll teach you how to make money. And it was like, all right, make a bonus in three months. I was like, here's 60 grand uh, just as a bonus, whatever, which was at that time a lot of money for me. And I had no, I had no career. I was bad with technology. I've never done this before. I had no business being in a room with these amazing marketer guys. Uh, and all I was doing was writing copy because of my psychology background. But like the fact that I was able to get that position, get my foot in the door, you know, this is, you know, it wasn't with a resume. It wasn't, I had no business being there, but opportunities open up that way. Uh, getting trips around the world. I've had like some of my rich millionaire friends who are just like, you're my boy. And I'm like, well, look, I can't travel around the world because that's not in my budget, sorry. It's like, no, nah, no, nah, fuck that on me. Let's go to, let's go to India. Let's go to Singapore. Come on. I want to, I want to just go and wing with you and have fun, man. I'll, I'll cover everything. It's like amazing. It, like life becomes just so much more epic and amazing in every way when you start implementing this and, and really taking off with it. And it's, it goes beyond for people who are like, oh, I just want to get laid and, you know, get more women. You're missing the big picture here. Yep. It's setting up a lifestyle that you can continue on until you're old and gray. Yeah. And it's think about I always tell these guys, think about uh, what it is. You're really you're maximizing your status, your social status, social proof. Yeah. That is going to pay dividends down the road. So you can do it through raising, like you said before, being a uh, the status versus the uh, I just went blank on the terms. How you how you framed it with there's the two different sides to this. The mm -hmm. guys who add value and the guys who. What was it? Take value. <laughs> well, the, no, there's that. There's oh, the value other. connector and social connector. That's the one. If you yeah. can be, yeah, once you start feeding into that, that is going to change your life. So much. It's, yeah. It, it go, yeah, it really just goes beyond what most people think. when they, when they, That's what I'm saying. When you say, like, what's your niche? Like, most guys come to me, yeah, I want to get my dream girl. I want to get better with women. Maybe I want to build up a social circle. But then once they're in and then they start seeing, like, wait a minute, that's fucking awesome. 
That's amazing. Wait, wait, I'm, I, I have a, there's a business coach. I have a business coach in my program who every week we call money, money Mondays. Like today, he does a video helping people with their businesses. We have a health channel, my thing. We have stuff with fashion, social media, texting. I mean, they realize like this, like the rabbit, like now that I'm in, this rabbit hole can go as far as I want to better all aspects of my, of my life. And it's, it's an, these amazing transformations to watch for the guys who put in the work. The guys who don't put in the work, right. they get nothing. I'm, I'm like, it's, it may be like, here are some cool shit, but they're not seeing anything for themselves. One of these days, I got to get you over to, the, to our uh, our private Discord community. Take a look. There might be some stuff, some ideas you can get from that. Because right now, yeah. what we're talking about, total overlap. We're like in the same two peas in a pod. Total mentoring, love- the lifestyle thing, man. It's great. Anytime you want me there, um, yeah, man. I'm, I'm more than happy to take a look and talk with your guys, and I would love that. Cool. I just I just found out this morning we have doubled in the last three days. We're over 1,200 people right now. Wow. That's impressive. So something happened. And we've just been growing like crazy. Amazing. Dude, you're, yeah, you're killing yeah. it. Yeah, our YouTube channel shot up uh, 10% in two days, which, I mean, we're not huge, but 10% in two days is a lot of growth. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so kind of wrap this up a little bit. So where can people find you? We kind of talked about this a little bit ago, a little bit earlier. Uh, we know you got the master class coming out. Uh, if you want to kill it, you can just uh, talk a little Magic bit. Magic glasses out. If you go to my site right oh, yeah. now, modernflirting.com, it is out. Here's the thing. So it's a monster. It's out. But like, as people are going, I'm still filming more of it. I'm still like, first it was like, here's just 10 modules. Then it became, uh-huh. okay, no, screw that. Like, we're going to do 20. It's like, no, you know, I got better ideas. Let's go all the way to th- like, so right. as people are watching, people are doing it right now, going through the master class, having their minds blown, uh, having actionable homework assignments, things to do to, to better themselves. And it's not like, you know, I've seen some of these other guys like assignments, like go out and, and uh, you know, social freedom and, and do 10 openers and do, the, you know, whatever. It's like, no, here's a specific skill. Here's a drill. Here's a written assignment. Here's a what to do when you're out talking to a girl that will get you better at this specific thing. So it's very like it's very narrowed in. It's very specific to what the you know, what the person needs. Uh, but, yeah, it's out. Anybody who wants to start their journey and go for it, like just go to my website, Modern Flirting. And, you know, let me know. In fact, I'll, I'll, get, I'll make you, I'll do one, uh, you know, I'll do one better. I'll do one absolutely better. So for basically anybody um, who's listening to this and wants to take action, they want to better themselves, uh, just say Joe or, I mean, what's the name of the show? The, what's the uh, TRP? TRP, right? If you, if you message me TRP, okay, I'll, I'll remember that, then... I will not only will I give you a 20% discount on the masterclass, which you can't get online, but I'll give you a code for it if you're interested in that. Um, sure. Or give you a discount if anybody wants to talk with me. Uh, so I'll give, you, I'll give you a discount for that, anybody who wants it. Or, or you say TRP if you want to hop on a free coaching call. If you like what I had to say, if you want to better your life, I'm down to do a free consultation with you guys and see if this is right for you. And even if it's not, I'll answer your questions, help you out any way possible. Or, and, and, if you say TRP, I'll even give you guys my book, The Psychology of Modern Flirting, for free. My gift to all your guys, you know, listening just for having me on the show. I appreciate it. That's that's phenomenal. Very generous. Yeah. I will uh, make sure they get the word. We're going to uh, chop this up tonight and have it go out to our uh, supporters. They'll get early access to it. And then look for this probably, uh, I believe, uh, the July 7th. This should go live publicly. Cool. Okay. I mean, so those that are wondering, right now we're recording this on uh, June 29th. Yep. 
but just so, reach I mean, out to me. And, and even if not, if you don't want any, if you don't want free coaching, if you don't want discounts and hookups, if you don't want free books, you can still just message me, hit me up with a question. I'm always down to help. All right. So I think we're going to leave it there. It's been great. Very informative. I'm glad we had a chance to catch up. And yeah, if you guys, please, by all means, check them out. I'll have the links down below. And I want to thank you again for joining us. Thank you for having me, buddy.